first day. I'm a child of God every day. I'm a child of God, oh, every day is a good day. <coughs> and you're the reason why. Let's let her roll. Let her rip. What's up, gang? My name is Chase. And my name's Luke. And we are Crooked, Crooked Sticks. Sticks. Welcome back. We're Episode back. eight. We're back, baby. Episode eight, man. Crazy. Episode eight. Digging it. So last week we we had my beautiful wife, Jesse, hop in and interview us about some uh, different topics and just kind of rapid fire. Yeah. Some questions at us, which was fun. Now we're getting back to the real stuff. Yeah. Getting back to some uh, some some real talk, some vulnerability, um, some deep conversations. So we're excited, man. And just thinking about the, this morning on the way to work, I was listening to uh, episode seven, and Jess did actually a really good job of not that, only yeah. being the being the host, but at the same time asking the deep questions that yeah. realistically we would have never thought of. Yeah, like if she was a telemarketer, I'd probably stay on the line and try to, <laughs> try to get that number, you know what I'm saying, if I didn't know her. She never tricked me, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But yes... Uh, of course, we've had people reach out listening to all the episodes. Uh, and even if you're just joining us on this episode for the first time, wherever you're listening, uh, feel free to subscribe, follow along, uh, comment wherever you're listening just to show us because we can see all the comments on our side. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's on social media, yep. um, the YouTube, on even Spotify and Apple Music, you can put a comment in there. So <laughs> the YouTube, the YouTube, we like we're nine years <laughs> yeah. old, dude. Yeah, the YouTube. Are you watching on the YouTube? <laughs> so it's terrible. <laughs> that's my talent, I guess, dude. <laughs> Just impersonating old men. <laughs> oh man, awesome. want a popsicle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yes, anywhere you uh, listen, just uh, subscribe and and follow along. We do greatly appreciate the following. Hit the bell, son. But uh, episode eight. What do we got? We're moving on to episode eight. In episode eight, we are going to talk about uh, the relationship and if and when distancing ourselves from our relationship with God, Mm. if that's my understanding. And... um, at the same time, talking about even starting a relationship right. with God. All of it. Because there's a lot of people that tailor to um, the feeling distant, dropping out, going away, brushing it aside. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that probably listen that don't ever have or haven't had a relationship with God. So Yeah. So I was thinking about that the, to, to kind of start our, our discussion here. I was thinking about this the other night, and I actually threw up a Facebook post um, just for my personal followers to see. But it's the question of, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm asking myself, okay, we're all born with this natural curiosity, right? Yeah. Of who we are, why we're here, and what's the, what's the meaning of everything. I guarantee you, nobody can say if, if somebody says they've never had that question come up in their head, they're lying. Everybody's thought that what's my purpose? What am I here for? What's the meaning of this? Right. Yep. I'll even go as far as saying, who is my creator? Like, how do we get here? Right. And so if there's that natural curiosity, what is it that makes people deny Jesus? 
like you look at all these other all these other religions and they just seem so um I don't even know what the word would be for it, but they, no other religion has a has a god that sacrifices themselves and comes down to join their people, and live a life with them to give them hope. It's more of a worship me, worship me, worship me, right type of god. And so, on the flip side of that, Christianity is also one of the most hated religions. You look at like. Hinduism and Buddhism and all these other things. And it's like when people bring up that they're Buddhist or that they're whatever, people are like, oh, good for you. That's, oh, no, that's great. Awesome. And we just kind of like nonchalantly brush it aside and don't say much. But if someone's a Christian and lets that be known, it's like, you Bible thumper, (laughs) you frick, you know what I mean? It's like people just go off on Christianity. Yeah. Why is that? You know, so I started thinking about that, and it's, I think there's a lot of things that play into why people deny Jesus in the first place. I think there's a, I think anger is a big one. Maybe something has happened in your life that you can't really wrap your head around, and it's like, why would you, why would a, why would a God, if there's a God out there, why would he allow that to happen? Right. Or there's a lack of knowledge and understanding, or maybe they're just a product of their environment, and it's it's hey, my parents didn't believe, why should I? Yep. I look up to those guys; they didn't believe in that, or my peers didn't believe in that. But one thing that kind of dawned on me is like Christians, we do a terrible job of displaying Jesus. Like we we do, for the most part. I feel like there's a wide spectrum of it yeah and on one end you have the people that are super shy about it like almost want or don't don't want to feel judged about it right because like you said there's a lot of people out there hating on it or it's private yeah and it's getting worse and worse in the world with this whole movement of um oh you're a follower of jesus well you're no friend of mine type deal right um or you have the other end of the spectrum where people are shoving it down other people's throats correct um, and, and I feel like there's a, there's only a handful of people that are in between right? where it's very comfortable talking about it. Right. And that's why, I mean, that's why we started this podcast because we want to be nonchalant about it. We, we don't want to be pressured. Um, but there's a lot of people out there that are either pressuring you or just a little bit nervous to start the conversation. Yeah. And so branching off of that, it's, the biggest thing that stood out to me, I'm thinking of all these reasons, right? Last night of why people would deny Jesus. And I think the biggest one that stood out to me was hypocrisy within the church. Yeah. And when I say church, I'm talking the body of, of Christ, right? Like the people that say they're Christians, the hypocrisy that you see amongst us, because man, growing up, I, I pushed away faith because of those reasons. I would see, you know, the, I'd walk into church with my mom. I'd see the people that were putting on a face and, and acting like they got it all figured out. And they're, oh, life's great, this and that. And, and then you see them outside at the bar hammered and they're swearing every other word. And they're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just completely different. And, and again, I'm not saying like, oh, drinking's don't, you know, whatever. I'm just saying they were living a completely different life, but they put on the face at, on Sunday. Hundred percent. Um, you know, I saw I saw people act like they had their life completely together and preach 
that to other people. Like, you got to get this figured out. You got to get control of your life. But then they battled demons behind closed doors. Yeah. They were drinking heavily. They were doing drugs. They were, you know. Yeah. Um, Which we all battle. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> no, but it's just, it's the, it was the hypocrisy of seeing people preach that. Um, the biggest one for me is like, man, you got, you got some people that will, will preach about sharing the love of Jesus. And we need to love others, love God, love others, be a light, you know, uh, lead with gentleness, lead with kindness and, and just show people what it looks like to represent Jesus. That's, and then those are the same people I would see online, throw up on Facebook, God hates fags. Yeah. And, and just random things like that. That's not what I promise. I promise you, Jesus wouldn't act like that. Right. And taking it a step further, looking into the church, I mean, look at the hard part is churches are run by humans. Right. They are. And we love going to church, but that hypocrisy in the church, the development in the church and where the church ends up going, uh, the the elders of the church and everything, they're all just humans. So, I mean, they're making right. human choices on the same side of trying to be very um, godly, godly yep. and follow the rules, and that gets in the way. I mean, right. it really does. There's been churches around around the whole United States. You think of these celebrity pastors, right? you know, that, you know, sometimes they abuse their power. Ego. 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 gets in the way, yep. There's been priests and preachers that have done very, very bad things, whether it's children or murder. Um, there's just so many things that happen in church. But the problem is that people pin it on the church right they pin it on god right and it could be your next door neighbor right it doesn't just because it happens in a church doesn't mean it happened didn't happen in the the real world outside of that and and that's kind of the open mind we have to have about it is if it does happen in a church you're involved in or if it does happen down the street it's happening everywhere it's remembering that the church body we're still humans we're broken yeah, we're still battling fleshly desires. We're still battling desires of our heart and temptation, and and you know what I mean. That all creeps yeah. in daily for anybody, no matter what you call yourself, Christian or not. Right. And so, no, I I a hundred percent agree. And and so until I understood that, and that's where I go back to lack of knowledge and understanding. That's how I thought yeah. growing up is like, why would I want to be a part of that? Exactly. You know, all these all these people are saying one thing and doing a complete opposite thing. I'm a real dude. Like I just want to be. I just want to be real. Yeah. And and I'm not. I, I don't want to put on this face like I'm somebody I'm not. And and so I think you know. Again, I think that's one thing. The main thing that does drive a lot of people away. For sure. From from just faith in general. From Jesus. Well, one story that happened. It was in grade school. I grew up Catholic, going to a Catholic church, and. What had happened is the the priest, um, everybody loved him, but I think a couple people could tell something was off. Sure. And it happened to be that I think he was essentially prowling on children. Yeah. Um, and someone found out, and the priest went over and ended up killing a couple people, or at least one person over it, and then taking his own life shortly oh, after that man. wallet once everybody found out what the real story was yeah and it's just that is exactly what and could make a lot of people change their mind about what's going oh, absolutely. on absolutely yeah 100 percent. 
And that is the like turning factor of that was kind of when we ended up kind of stopping to go to church. I mean, we ended up moving to Texas and everything, but I mean, thinking about that as a kid going through high school and everything, not realizing what the real story was. And then you get older, it's like you're, you're how many adults were impacted by that story? Right. How many might've lost their faith? Right. Right. And that's a scary moment because now it is put on one person and the church rather than where it really should be, where your mind should be. Right. No, a hundred percent. So recently I was watching a bit on Ryan Leak and he's been, he's like a traveling pastor. Yeah. uh, And with Eagle, Eagle Brook church. And he talked about losing your faith or um, as we're talking about, um, feeling distant, feeling distant. And so one of the things he talked about is when you're going to church and you have those feelings about a pastor or have those feelings that it's just not right fit, or you don't think church is for you, or, you know, the pastor is, you, you look at them and these celebrity pastors are making so much money. Is it really the pastor up there? that's going to ruin your faith or is it you and what your mindset is? Right. And I think that was really strong because I think we all run into issues of thinking like almost making excuses for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And whether that's digging into the Bible, taking your time to get to know God, um, there's always something else to do. Right. You know? Yep our work-life balance, our families right. at home. Yep. Yeah, you could think of any excuse under the sun to not want to read your Bible. Yeah. Happens to me daily. Every single day. You know, I last night I'm like, I gotta, I'm going to read some stuff for this upcoming podcast and blah, blah, blah. Well, then I start like getting distracted and I'm thinking of all this stuff I just talked about on here. I'm thinking about that and then I'm like, all right, I got to get back to it. So I open my Bible, I start reading again. And then I'm like, oh, I got to text us. So I look at my phone. I got a text. Oh, got to respond to that. Respond to that. Man, I could use a snack or something. I'm <laughs> you know, like it's just like it's constant. Yeah. And eventually I never read my Bible. Yeah. I, I got wrapped up into five different things that could have waited. But I just was like, man. And, and no, it's so true. I mean, we think of anything under the sun to it's just it's one of those things for whatever reason, a lot of us don't make it a priority to yeah to to be involved in it you know which is a shame but um no i think it's going back to um lack of knowledge too you know a lot of us were so quick to pin it on god you know that we're distanced that we're feeling distant well god's not there he's not answering me I'm talking to him. He ain't answering me. Or I don't, I don't like this about faith. You know, even if you're not a follower, I don't like this about faith. I don't like, I don't like this idea. So I'm going to, I'm going to push it away, but you've never cracked a Bible and understood, tried to understand, you know, you don't care. So how can you, it's, it's like, you know, we have close friends, you and I, that, that don't believe. Yeah. And having conversations, you know, I've had conversations with them in the past and it's like, it's it's almost like this it's such an immature answer anytime you it's like why don't 
Like flat out, if you could ask somebody, why don't you believe? It's it's usually like, well, I ain't got time for that. Like wh- whatever. Like it's it's not a legitimate answer. It's usually just kind of a oh, brush it aside. Like whatever, I don't care. God still loves them, you know. Right. Oh, for sure. I think this sits in a serious conversation between the two of us because there has been many many times in my life that I've felt very very distant. Yeah. And you almost don't even realize it. Because life goes on so quickly, you don't even realize what had happened in the last six months. Right. You almost think you still have a relationship, but do you really at this point? Or um, is there things you need to be working on? Right. And it could go on for years. Yep. We get trapped in that for years. You know, like you talked about in um, when COVID happened and there was a couple deaths in the family and everything there came a point where you had mentioned you got very distant. Right. And I had, I guess you can go off on that. No, but. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, for me, the most distant other than like when I didn't have my faith, the most distant I've ever felt was these last couple of years. Yeah. So you look at, I, we lost my wife's grandma. We lost my mom. Judy. Yeah. We, lost, we lost my mom. Um, we, we had a cancer scare with my youngest daughter. Um, I had just thoughts of suicide and depression and all sorts of stuff going on. Um, you know, I, it it was, it was, it was crazy. It, It was just crazy. And I, in those moments I prayed, it was like the world was crumbling. Yeah. And in those moments I prayed in those moments, I, I was, you know, at least I think I was, you know, but the reality is it's so easy. It's so easy to feel like you're close to God when everything's going right. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. But as soon as stuff starts going wrong, it's, well, God, where are you? Where are you at? Like, you ain't answering me. We're, we're, yeah what's going on? Like, I thought we were tight, you know? And it, we just don't, we have such a lack of understanding of his timing and his perfection in everything, the good and the bad. Right. And it's like, yeah, we went through some really hard times. Unfortunately, and a lot of good actually did come from those things. We don't see that in the moment. We're so wrapped up in our own emotions. We're so wrapped up in the stuff that's wrong. We're not even paying attention to what could come of it or the positives of it. Because it is. It's hard. Right. It's hard to think that way. Um, you know, I oftentimes I think about, um, I think about me and my brother and our relationship. You know, my brother, my brother, he's 17 years older than I am. Um, we weren't that close growing up. And my mom, I remember her saying to me before she passed, like, Chase, my, my goal, my dream for you and Brandon is to be closer. Like, I want you guys to have a solid relationship. I want, I want Brandon to, to love God again. You know, because I, and my brother would probably be the first to tell you that he was very strong in his faith when he was younger, like 20 years old or whatever he was. And he walked away from that for whatever reason. I don't know if it was 
you know, stuff going on in his life or whatever, but he walked away from that. And my mom, you know, she, she always said, the goal is I want you and your brother to be close. I want you guys to have that relationship and I want him to, to follow Jesus. I want him to, to, to come back to his faith. And man, when my mom passed me and my brother, ever since that day, we've, we've never been closer in our entire relationship. And our bond and our love for each other is so strong. Um, I, I love that dude so much, and uh, he's on fire for God right now. And, that's awesome. And that's, if my mom, the reality is, is if my mom knew that that would have been the outcome of her dying, she would have died every time. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, she, no hesitation every time. Isn't that crazy to think about? And, but you don't think of that in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. Same with, same with Grandma Judy. You, you look at the family dynamic and stuff, and it makes you, it really made us all take a step back and say, well, we got to slow this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Life's fast. Life moves way too quick. Our kids are growing up quick. We got to take the time to step back and say, no, I'm going to hang out with my family. Right. We need to that see one, each other. That death, I mean, was... It was hard. Literally out of the blue. Out Car of the blue. accident. Yep. It was, it was tough. And it just goes to show that it's tomorrow isn't promised. Correct. And that's with any death. And it's, but that, you know, that was, um, those two to me and my, and my wife, those were very, I mean, those were staples in our life, Mm -hmm. those people. And so it was hard. And then you got, you know, Andy's thing that happened. I mean, I, I've never, I've never felt that type of gut pain in my entire life hearing hearing that my daughter could have cancer it's it's the most i'll I'll never wish that upon anybody um but again that moment made me understand that life is short like like you have to take the time and so again my point is there's there's good in every bad scenario right and and god uses everything for his glory and it's hard to see that in those moments, but they're there. Yep. Um, you know, my my mental health stuff and, and suicidal thoughts and all that, I was able to seek help. I was able to to wrestle with that and, and move forward in a positive way. I'm able to help um I'm I'm able to help others now and just talk and be real with people and relate and, and help them through what they're going through. I've had multiple people message me on Facebook and stuff and, and be like, Hey dude, I know you battled this. Like what would like, what's some stuff you can say to me? Cause I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I connect with my wife on a much deeper level level. Cause I'm not scared to open up to her. Right. There's things that come, there's good that comes from every bad scenario. And so all things work together for good. Um, it's just hard to see it in those moments cause you feel so distant. And I keep going to the story about the backpack Right. You know, going back to what you said about um, when things are good, God's there. Right. But when things are bad, you don't feel it. Right. And it just makes me think of this backpack scenario where when God is good, you start taking it on too. You know, when he's good, you start forgetting about it. Right. When he's good, you keep collecting. You're like, oh, well, 
I don't need him for that anymore. Right. You know, you start taking those responsibilities. Yep. And then all of a sudden things get bad. Right. And now everything's on your back again. Yep. And you're sitting there weighed down. Yep. Weighed down. And so going off of that, because I think that's a great point, why do we feel distant from God? And this could be a, a multitude of reasons, but I think... America. I, I think... <laughs> right. I think the reason why the majority of us start to feel distant from God is because we fall back into our old ways yeah. to an extent. So what I mean by that is, you're right, everything is going good. And you think, me and God are great. Me and God are good. Everything's going good. So you, you maybe stop reading your Bible as much. You're not in the Word enough. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing this. You're doing that. And you start to get selfish again. It's a me, me, me mentality. Yep. What, I'm good. What do you mean? I'm good, you know? And, and it's that selfishness that can make us feel distant from God. Yeah. And it's, we'll... it's worldly um, pressures that can make us feel distant from God. Yeah, I was just going to say influences. Right. The Absolutely. influences we have um, and the devil trying to pull us out. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the biggest things that I see in my life and I see in everybody else's life is the influence from the devil trying to get to you. Yeah. Whether that's through another person, whether that's on TV every single day, on our phones. Yep. I mean, you just look at that and it is very easy to go down a rabbit hole you're not supposed to be in. Right. You know, Yep. there is very easy to go down a rabbit hole in a conversation with somebody. And I really find that to be a huge issue with what we battle. And as technology gets better and better, Right. It's going to be harder and harder for you to, yeah, it does get more dangerous. Um, Whether that's talking um, just from like scrolling on your feed. Right. Or literally going to bad places. Right. You know, I don't know, talk about like a strip club or something. Right. That's not very good influence for you. Right. You know, or maybe even going to. A restaurant. There's a restaurant around here that's based on like the devil. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're just going to eat a bite to eat, but think of the influence you see. Yeah, dude. Just looking at all that stuff on the walls. I mean, hard to be close to God when you're at the devil's saloon and <laughs> throwing cash on strippers while they dance, dude. Yeah, you just that's you just, just can't hard. do it. You can't, <laughs> you can't be in two places at once, bro. But it just shows. <laughs> yeah. But just the influence of people. Um, around you i think is going to be the biggest thing that we have threatening us yeah. and the devil is trying to take people over i mean he's it's, a snake it's, every day he's a snake he just weasels his way in and that's why a snake is a snake that's you why know? a snake's a snake gotta call a snake a snake man gotta call a snake a snake but there's a there's a piece of scripture and i ain't gonna get it word for word so don't don't be like oh you sure know your bible dude <laughs> um but it's it's psalm 13, I believe, right at the beginning. King David, he's a super emotional dude, right? And he's starting He's starting Psalm 13 with, um, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? That's literally like the first opening statement to this chapter. 
and he feels abandoned. Like he just feels like God's totally forgot about him. And again, just tying this all together, I think that's how some of us feel sometimes. Yeah. And uh, so that that's something where, you know, I've just been really chewing on that a lot lately because I've felt like that. I know there's a lot of people that feel like that. Um, but one thing that I was that I was told once that I thought was pretty cool is God's always holding your hand. He's walking you through everything, right? So it was kind of, and the reason I was told that was we were talking, it was a buddy of mine, Kevin and I, and we were doing some counseling and we were talking and he's like, all those bad decisions you make, okay, behind closed doors, just think about it. next time you're going to go do something bad or wrong that you know ain't right. Just think about it. God's holding your hand. <laughs> and I was like, dang, dude, that ain't right. That ain't that ain't, that ain't right, dude. So I I thought of that and I'm like, yeah. I mean, that that really puts it into perspective. Like he goes, So you're basically you're 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 basically walking God over and you're saying, Hey, just hold on here while I go do this. Right. You know, and it's like, no, that's that's not how we ought to live. Like, you know. He don't want that for us. Right. And so it really, I mean, just that kind of analogy in my head just really put things into perspective for me. Like, man, he's he's never letting go of our hand, no matter how foolish we are, no matter how whatever. But he's always there. So do I really want to do that? Exactly. Put him in the corner and say, hey, I'm going to go do me for a little bit. You just hang out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no. Even though he's stupid. there. Even though he's there. Like, the other thing he said to me, too, was, I can't remember what you're talking about. Um, maybe it was pushing God away or, you know, something like that. But he was like, reach your hand all the way up. So I did. I reached my hand up. And he goes, as high as you can go. I reached up as high as I can go. And he goes, that's the furthest God will ever be away from you. Because he's always holding your hand. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. You know, so it, just some cool analogies that really made me think. And I was like, man, you know, he's... Even even in the darkest caves, the darkest valleys that we go through, he's there, and he's with us every step of the way. He's kind of like Santa Claus. He sees you when you're sleeping. Knows when you're awake, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Much better. On a real note, yes, I think I think that is the most important part where a lot of us forget, uh, and. I think one of the the biggest parts of my life when I was distanced from him was when I was out at the bars and drinking alcohol on the weekends right. and, you know, doing my own thing. Having those outside influences were the key things for me to distance myself right. and have that separation to where I thought, well, eh, I'll go to heaven. Yeah. But realistically, would I? Mm. I think that's that's another factor here which I just thought of. Yeah. Is the whole am I going to go to heaven? Mm. Controversy. So are you saying are you saying it's that's why some people maybe push faith away is because there's a fear? The fear of well, I'm pr- I'm I'm not good enough. I'm probably not going to go anyway, so I'll just whatever. Easily. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. There's, there's many, many people that I bet you they think, 
oh, well, I'll get into heaven no matter what. Yeah. Or they're like, I'll never make it. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to fix this. Right. God will never forgive me for this. Right. Yeah. I thought, that, hey, like, I thought like that for a long time. You look at these, apparently, Hitler, after mm. all he did, he gave himself to Christ right before he died. Mm. Not saying he went to heaven, but hey, no sin. We don't know. We don't know. No sin is worse than the other. We see on... It's all sin in God's eyes. It's all sin. And that's crazy. Because we, we down here, we down here, we judge sin very differently. Yeah. God looks at it and says, you're all idiots. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just looks yeah. down and says, I don't care what you're doing. If you're sinning, you're stupid. You know? <laughs> and that's a... But that's real. And yeah. and we just look at it and, and obviously our... You know, with our court systems and the way things are, we judge it all very differently. But we're all jacked up. It's it's sin. Yeah. Sin is sin. And I remember my ma used to always say that. You know, and that that really put into perspective for me too. Like, just because, you know, looking at other people in my life, just because I maybe didn't do what that dude did, doesn't mean I'm less of a sinner. Right. I'm no better than that next guy. And my mom always saying that, you know, sin is sin in God's eyes. That really painted a picture for me that, yeah, we're we're all crooked. Yeah. Shout and I think sticks. crooked sticks. And uh, I think that is that is a real fear in people's eyes of they're not good enough. Hmm. Or they're not sure what to believe. They're not sure right. what that, that end game looks like. Yeah. And I think that that's takes a lot of people out of it and they they really think to themselves oh well that can't be that can't be the truth well going back to lack of knowledge too just because we're talking about this i had mentioned that earlier um there there are people and i've talked to these people one-on-one where it's like no i'm a good person i do good things for people and i think i've talked about this in a previous podcast but i know people that think that way well, I'm a good person. I help this person out. I, I donate to people. I, I do this and I, I don't really swear that much and stuff. So I'm going to heaven, like no doubt. Right. But why don't, okay. So then the question becomes, okay, but you don't believe in Jesus. No, no, I don't. Then why are you saying you're going to heaven? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it, it's funny that so many people think Christianity is contradicting. And they battle it. Bro, everything you guys battle is contradicting. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't believe in Jesus, but you, so you're saying I can't go to heaven? The fact that you're even talking about heaven is contradicting if you don't believe in Jesus. So you believe there's a heaven, which is tied to God. Right. But you don't believe in God. So what does it matter? And you think you, you're you know going to heaven, mean? yeah. It's just, so it's, it's interesting, these conversations I have. But no, going off of that lack of knowledge, if you... If you took the time to open a Bible and you took the time to read God's word, you would understand there's nothing you can do to, to gain access to heaven. And I think I've, again, I think I've said this before in a podcast, nothing. You can walk a little old lady across the road a, a million times in your lifetime. You ain't ever, that, that doesn't do anything for you. And George, what's his name? George, 
Jenko or whatever, or George, that dude I sent you the podcast on. Oh, I couldn't tell you his George, last name. Whatever, dude. George, George, shout out George. George of the Jungle. He's uh, <laughs> he may, you know, it's like he he said something that I'm like, yes, dude, that is exactly what I'm talking about, and I wish I wish people could understand that. But he was talking about how for the longest time, you know, he was like, well, man, you read the Bible, and it says in there that, you know, when you basically. God, Jesus is saying that people will come to me on the day of judgment and they'll say like, look at all this stuff I did in your name. Look at all this stuff. I did so many incredible works. I, I, I helped people. I did all this and I, and I, I praised you and, and glorified you the whole time. That's why I should get in. And he says, away from me. I never knew you. That scared the crap out of me. For the longest time, when I first gave my life to Christ, I read that, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand it, and it scared the it scared the living crap out of me, dude. Because I was like, okay, so you're telling me all these dudes, these pastors, these people that are out teaching the gospel and sharing their love for Jesus with people, and they can't even get in? No, what it is, and George says this, and I'm like, nailed it, is when you're standing face to face with your Creator. And that judgment comes because he's the final judge. He's the only judge, right? And it's basically like, why do you feel you, why, why, why should I let you in? There's one answer. I'm, it, and that answer is I'm undeserving. I don't deserve this. I, I did a lot of stuff to, tr- to try to get here, but that's not good enough. Right. The only thing the absolute only thing and the only reason I should be allowed into heaven is Jesus Christ. That's why. That's the answer. Yeah. But so many people think they get hung up. They get hung up on I'm we a all good do person. And and yeah, still to this day. I mean, it's like again, I, I I try so hard. I try so hard to get my mind right every time we do a podcast because I'm like, I get amped up about it. Like I get super excited, not that you shouldn't, but it's like, it's that little thought in your head, whether it's the enemy trying to get you to think that way or whether it's pride or whatever, it's that little thought saying like, yeah, we're about to change lives. We're going to change lives. We're going to make an impact. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. No, dude, all we're doing is we're two dudes talking and Jesus does the rest. Right. That's, that's it. You know what I mean? So no, it's a hundred percent. But the fact that he said that in his podcast was, was just like, man, it hit home because that's a huge part that I think a lot of people don't understand. They have a lack of knowledge and they don't care to, they don't care to dive into it. Right. So, and I was one of those people for a long time. For a long time. And I still, I still have trouble diving in, you know, because it can get confusing. Right. I mean, you can read the Bible six different times and still have questions and still, I mean, you can, you're going to go through your life and have questions. Yeah. You'll never know. No doubt about it. And you're not And that's okay. You ain't meant to. That's okay. And like Chase and I say, like, we're not these people that read the Bible every single day and just live this holy life because it's not the case. You don't, I mean, you want to be that. You want to get to that point, yeah. but 
there's so much in life that you don't necessarily have to to feel like you're winning. Let's just say that. Um, but it's it's that daily progression of just trying to be one percent better. Mm. And it will rack up, but I like that. I just feel like our time's running out no matter what we think, you know? Yep. The clock's a ticking, my friends. Yeah. And it uh it worries the crap out of me, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, how many of you would let's just say you're you're right about it. You're right about taking the chance on your relationship with God. You're right about taking that shot of trying to get to heaven and believing in Jesus. Well, then you have eternal life right? when we die. But what if you're wrong on taking a chance of not believing in Jesus? Right. And you're in hell for the rest. That lake of fire, son. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. I could never be a snowbird that goes down to like Arizona or Texas in the winter, <laughs> dude, because it's is way too I hot might. for me. <laughs> you know, like it gets like ninety degrees here, and I'm overheating and dying, dude. So I hell ain't good for me. You know yeah. what I mean? I got it. Uh, I need AC. I need <laughs> I need comfort. You know what I'm saying? Like hell ain't for me, dude. Uh, so I'm gonna tell you right now, even if it ain't real, I ain't I ain't going the other way. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the AC and comfort. You yeah. Know? Okay, so. To kind of land this plane um, and, and wrap things up here, everyone will feel distant from God at some point. There's no avoiding that. No matter what. You're going to go through seasons. You're going to do that. And and I've said it before. I mean, God uses those doubts, that distancing um, that that we have. He allows that so that we can grow closer to him. Um. And I've seen that personally in my own life. I've seen that in the lives of those around me. Um, it's incredible. It really is. It, it's incredible how you can go through such a dark moment in life and come out stronger on the other side when you lean into God in those moments. Every it, it, it single tru- time. It truly is. I mean, it's incredible. And I've seen that happen way too many times to say it ain't real way too many times. Um, so again, just encouragement for you guys to, to lean into him. You know, when you're feeling distant, give yourself a heart check. You know what I mean? It ain't God. God's God ain't leaving you. He's there. So it becomes a question of what, let's look at your life and let's take a step back and say, okay, where am I dropping the ball? Cause that's usually what it is. Are you not reading his word? Are you not spending time in prayer? Are you being selfish with your time? Are you trying to fill your heart's desires? You know, are you trying to look at life and say, gosh, I just don't feel a purpose for my life right now. I'm going to try to find out what that purpose is. And you're off on your own doing whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? God has those answers for you. God has, he has all that figured out. Stop worrying about it. Pray about it. Get closer to him. He'll walk you through it. He's always holding your hand. He's never further away than when you, when you stretch your hand up, that's as far away as he's getting. He's always with you. So that's, that's my kind of summary, 
you know, talking about today's podcast. And I think digging in and figuring out what's blocking you from having that relationship. Absolutely. Digging in, it might take a while too. Mm. I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Um, but once you figure it out, figure out how you can fix that and take a different approach at what you're doing. Um, and I think eventually it'll be clear. Yeah. But like Chase said, I mean, we talk about seasons in every episode because we don't want to, we don't want being, being a hundred percent all the time is very gonna stressful. Happen. Ain't going to happen. And it ain't going to happen. You're going to push it too hard and it's going to make you even more distant down the road. Hmm. You're going to have that. You look at all these people that, you know, look at, um, pastors and their kids. Yeah. Seems like majority of pastors' kids eventually become very distant. Yeah. Because they grew up in probably a high stakes, high pressure yeah. scenario of needing to know who God was. And they never had that personal right. relationship. And a lot of pastors' kids just go on and, and have that relationship. But there's a lot of stories out there where the pastor's kid was the worst one. Right. <laughs> you know, going yeah, through high sure. school or absolutely. Um, so I mean being distance distant does happen. Uh, and if you're in that stage, just just know that try to track down whatever it is um, that's keeping you distant and and see what needs to change there in your life. Last thing because I forgot to say this uh, before, but finding out what's keeping you distant, bouncing off of what Luke just said, another thing that I think stops people from, leaning into God, growing deeper in their faith, or um, leads to them pushing God away in general, is conviction in their own life. For sure. The sin they're battling that they're not willing to let go of. Yep. And so, again, I know people that, I don't like going to church, Chase. Why don't you like going to church? I don't know. I didn't like what that pastor was saying up there. Well, the whole episode today was about pornography. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't I don't I don't like anything he was saying. Maybe you got an issue you got to deal with, brother. Like yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like or or alcohol. Once again making an excuse yeah, of why making you're an not excuse. Kidding. Yeah, dude. And it's like there's people don't like being pulled out of their comfort zone and made to feel awkward or made to feel uncomfortable. Yep. And God does a real good job of doing that. <laughs> Like he really does. I'm serious. Yeah. Like if if you if you want to be comfortable, Jesus probably isn't for you. Because he'll make you uncomfortable. You you open the Bible, you start reading his word, man, it's gonna make you it's gonna hit you between the eyes. Especially if you have a terrible habit of something in your life. Correct. Or an addi yeah, addictions, whatever. Um, he's gonna pull it out of you and he's gonna bring it to light and make you wrestle with it. That's a fact. And I've had to do that. You've had to do that. Mm -hmm. All of us have had to do that that believe in him. But it's hard, man. The, you have to be willing to take that step and understand this is only going to better me. This is only going to make me a better person. It's only going to make me stronger. It's only going to grow my relationship with him. But a lot of people shy away and, again, push away from God because they don't want to wrestle with that. It's uncomfortable. They don't want people to know. They don't want... They don't want other people to know. They don't want, they they want to make it seem like it's not a big deal. 
oh, it's not that big. It, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I have a couple drinks. I don't get out of control. No, dude, you were trashed on the bar dancing at 2 a.m. <laughs> this Saturday. I saw you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, but people try to kind of push it down and make it, make it seem like it's not a big deal. But again, I just, I didn't mention that. That kind of popped into my head. But that's another reason that people tend to kind of push God away is they're, they're, they feel uncomfortable yep. due to their convictions. And so that's what it's, that's what we're talking about, man. Distancing from God, feeling distant. Hopefully you guys grab something out of that today. Um, we kind of bounced all over the place cause I had uh, coughing attacks like nine different times. Cause I, dude, I don't know what's going on. It's that season, son. It's yeah. just, you made it through. Oh, here we go. That one made the cut. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but no. No, that's guys, perfect. Yeah, hopefully you guys grab something out of that. Um, and, man, we just encourage you guys, encourage you to, yeah, just just continue leaning into God, growing in your faith. Um making it a priority to seek him daily, whether that's prayer, um, whether that's, you know, spending time in, in his word, uh, alone or with, or with family, even maybe your kids or, you know, use, use that time as, as time to maybe teach your kids some stuff and just kind of let them see you leading and, and, uh, being an example for them. Um, we're, we're in the same boat you guys are, man. Yeah, we're just trying to get better day by day. We're, we're a couple, all we're a couple crooked, crooked sticks. sticks, son. Couple crooked sticks, just trying to improve that. We're we're seeing God um, do some pretty cool things through this, even if we're getting a hundred views or you know whatever. Um, he he's just he's doing a lot of cool stuff with it, and so we're appreciative of that. And uh, yeah, we're just we're hoping that it's impacting you guys in a positive way. So. Heck yeah. So well, we got, man. To end it out. Crooked, crooked sticks. Crooked sticks. Out. out.